Hello, this is TIFN News. I'm Isaac Routon, covering for the Future Is Now Network, which you can follow at TIFN Network on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, or visit the network's website for more news and information. Samsung Galaxy S22 releases soon, coming February 25th, just a few days after the pre-order sale ends, which could save you $200 or £150. If you miss the pre-sale, the phone will retail at $1,200 or £1,150 sterling. The phone features little improvement over previous models, and in nearly every early access review I've seen, it is compared tightly with the Galaxy Note. If you liked the Galaxy Note, however, and wanted a pocket version, this phone is for you, with the stylus included with the phone and its own compartment in the phone for storing it. Smartflower, not a new technology, but has been rising in interest lately, and likely you are unfamiliar. Smartflower is a device that changes how you can buy solar power, transforming roof solar systems into ground devices. The machine will track the sun at a 90 degree angle, following it during the day to maximize energy intake. The machine will also lay flat during light wind and close for heavy wind, both measured by a separate device included with Smartflower. Finally, the machine will fold open each morning and close each night with capabilities of storing power if connected to a battery. So is Smartflower worth it? Short answer, no. Smartflower does have some pros because it is small, taking up only 5 square meters or 16 square feet, and installation comes with the product. However, compared to the standard roof solar, Smartflower is much more expensive. Standard solar, as of 2021, cost about $380 or £280 per watt. Smartflower will cost you $680 or £5. Despite this cost increase, Smartflower is actually 40% more efficient than similar sized displays on a roof and has some unique features. Perhaps prices will decrease, but if you have the money to do so and Smartflower interests you, it's your choice to buy it or read the full article on TIFN's website. A short update on Apple AirTags, which have the intended use for people to stick onto their belongings in order to not lose them. The way this technology works is by connecting an AirTag to your phone and using an app to track its location data. However, there have been a lot of cases since the product's release of people being non-consensually tracked finding AirTags in their purses, car doors, or closed pockets. Recently, New York and Pennsylvanian governments have warned that using this technology in this way will be treated as a felony, and Apple plans to make changes to their devices in the coming months to aid in combating the issue. Another story you can read on our website is an ongoing Tesla investigation. Tesla is being investigated by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration for complaints about the car's autopilot. There's an issue with autopilot causing it to suddenly break for no reason and multiple times. The NHTSA says that rapid deceleration can occur without warning, at random, and often repeatedly in a single drive cycle. The investigation will cover 354 complaints and over 416,000 vehicles, which include all 2021 and 2022 Model 3 and Model Ys sold over the last nine months. Multiple investigations have already happened for claims against Autopilot involving over 1.3 million vehicles previously investigated. The International Space Station is set to be crashed in 2031 on purpose because it will be unusable after that. Originally, the contract for the ISS lasted only until 2024, but with continued use showing only signs of speeding up because of increased deliveries to the station and more experiments delivering new information more frequently than ever, the station will likely continue to be used. A minor problem with that will be extending the contract for it. The ISS is used by five major space agencies and countries, including the US, Russia, Canada, Japan, and countries in the EU Space Agency. 
All of these participants will have to agree to keep the station running, and if they do, it will run for seven more years to come. Whenever its life must end, however, the station will be crashed into Point Nemo. This is the farthest known point from any land in the ocean between the countries New Zealand, Chile, and above Antarctica. This point is known also as the Spacecraft Cemetery because hundreds of old spacecraft are buried there. For an update on the James Webb spacecraft, just because I haven't covered it yet, it has fully reached Lagrange Point 2 and completed its insertion burn. At Lagrange points, the gravitational pull of two large masses equals the centripetal force required for a small object to move with them. These points in space can be used by spacecraft to reduce fuel consumption needed to remain in position, and this is why this specific point was chosen. Webb is 1.5 million kilometers from nightside Earth, and the next months will be spent waiting for it to be ready, meaning the telescope must cool to negative 230 degrees Celsius, or 43 Kelvin, and the mirrors must be fully aligned. The fusion energy battle reaches a huge milestone. Fusion energy, if found out how to be executed properly, could mean near-complete renewable energy. Existing nuclear energy relies on fission, where a heavy element is split into two lighter ones, opposite of fusion, where it combines two lighter elements into one. This is the same process used by the sun to power its light, and figuring out how to use it is hard. Creating the reaction is not hard, although it takes huge amounts of energy in giant machines, the problem is getting more energy out than you use to start the reaction. However, for the first time, a US lab has recently achieved this feat and proves an important milestone in fusion energy. This was achieved in the Lawrence Livermore National Laboratory, where just back in August of 2021, 70% power return, or ignition, was achieved. Finally, we have a conclusion on the crashing Starlink satellites. The February 3rd launch of Starlink satellites launched 49 satellites, and Musk said that up to 40 of them were wiped out by a storm. Each satellite did achieve controlled flight, however a geomagnetic storm, similar to what creates the aurora at the poles, thickened and warmed up the atmosphere. This caused the satellites to fail in reaching orbit, and despite SpaceX's efforts, the storm was too strong and the satellites will come back to Earth. With that, I conclude this episode's news. Check the links in this episode description to look for TIFN social media for more updates, or read full articles on our website. Isaac Routon with TIFN Network.